Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Between that and the the Giants and the, not the Giants, the Padres and the the Dodgers, so 
You know, and then I just well, I'm like, apologize. the Knicks game, I'm going back to the Knicks game. I, I had the Nets game on for a second. I'm like, yeah, I really don't care about preseason basketball. Let me just watch the the playoffs right now. So it's like I'm all over the place, dude. I'm all over the place. At least he's admitting it for City. I apologize that this is happening. He, he can't even get the team together. He's watching the Nets. He's watching the Knicks. He's, he don't know what he watched. He thought he was watching the Giants. He thought it was football. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I don't know what to tell I you mean, guys. I mean, because you're so I, hot right I, now. So I'm apologizing right for what we have. But listen, in the words of the Lords of the Underground, in the name of the song, Chief Rocker, what goes up yeah. must come must come down. Okay. <laughs> okay. Chief Rocker, number one, Chief Rocker. Listen, uh, I, I, know, I 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 know, y'all play the Ravens, Absolutely. y'all play the Ravens this weekend, so that's why I'm like, what goes up? Oh, it's all right, come listen, down. it's all right, we're still, we're still in good shape, we're still, in, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, don't, don't, don't get, don't get in the pot, we'll no, I know, I know, that's why I just, I just, I'm, listen, I'm not pushing, I'm not pushing, I'm not pushing, I'm just, I'm just talking, I'm just talking, I'm just talking. <laughs> I will get to it, because you know, I gotta talk my ish again, I gotta talk my ish, if, mom, if mom's listening, I didn't curse, I said ish, okay, girl, and mom likes to listen to me, so. Um, let me let me bring in uh, Mr. Harvey into the building, calling that at six one five. What up? What up? What up, Mr. Harvey? What's up, fellas, man? I'm just uh, happy to be here with you, man. Uh, happy to chop up, chop it up. We got a lot of things uh, to get to tonight. Much love as always to my homie TP and to uh, all the chefs, man. But without TP, I wouldn't be here. What about me? When I'm chopped liver, it's like you give TP much love to TV. I ain't shit. No, man, I'm sorry, Ma. I'm sorry, Ma. I'm sorry, Ma. Listen, I always give you lots of respect, man, but it's because of TP that I even got invited over with you guys. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I always got to make sure that I give, like, uh, the the biggest shout and the most love to TP first, and then I always give a lot of respect and love to you guys, too, and I always shout you guys out. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Listen, um, yeah, listen, the Braves and the Phillies, uh, zero zero. Wheeler and uh and Wright are dealing right now. So that was in a delay. That was in a rain delay. So that finally got going and the pitchers look like they haven't missed a step. Wheeler is something else this year. Um really I, I didn't know if the Phillies, you know, overpaid for that guy. I thought he was good enough, but I didn't know if he was that good. He's been phenomenal this year, so uh Phillies on a surprise run. So and then Last I checked, he was my vote for um, the, 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 What's that? He would have been my vote for the Cy Young winner last year too. I mean, he's put together two really good back-to-back seasons um, in Philly. Pitch really yeah, well. I mean, it's not a fluke. Um, it's not a fluke. No, when, when, they healthy, get, when they didn't get game he's one, a, he's I was, a good he's pitcher. Really nervous. Right, right. You know, like like I say, he when he's healthy, he's he's really good, and that was his only problem in New York. So. Uh, good to see him healthy and, and out there dealing, you know, just a just a power arm. Uh, the Dodgers and the, the Padres are 1-1 right now, so they're in the top of the second, but um, the, the Padres are threatening, so we'll see how that turns out. But yesterday, everybody played. You know, listen, um, the Giants, <laughs> I keep thinking of the New York. I want to talk about my Giants so bad, TP. You have no idea. I want to talk about my Giants. Plays. Man, you better get it together. <laughs> I know. I want to talk about it so bad, but no. Listen, the Yankees won last night, four to one. Um, the the Phillies beat uh, Mike's Braves seven to six. 
I, I think the game of the night was probably uh, Houston coming back and beating uh, Seattle. I thought Seattle was going to take that, but <laughs> Alvarez, a three-run bomb to, to walk it off. I mean, Houston, wow. Houston's the best team that nobody talks about because everybody is enamored with the Dodgers and that offense one through nine, but Houston is, you know, they're, they're legit. They're really good. And the Dodgers, yeah, they got, they got game one. Uh, last night, five to three. So, TP, I'll start with you. I mean, you can talk about any of the games, all of them, if you want. But what surprised you, uh, game one, or if you want to take it back to the wild card round and, and or, or move it forward, however you want to take it. But just a quick hit on the MLB, uh, the first night of the divisional series. Well, I don't know how long you've been associated with Sports City, but we talk about the Houston Astros. I mean, I I know Mike talked with me about them. I don't, I don't know about what you be doing. But what we do around the kitchen, we talk about them. So, in the words of, of Martin Lawrence on on Biggie CD, I got to talk. I got to tell him how I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Now, the crazy part about this thing is, is looking at how the Phillies are doing this this year by watching Bryce Harper sit out so much time and then put it together mm-hmm. right now in the fall, and they're actually giving the defending champions all they can handle right now is impressive. So. What the Phillies are able to do, keep this thing tight, actually taking care of business on the road right now, um, stealing a little a little bit of home field is what gives them a little bit of push, especially for what they were able to do to the Cardinals. So for them to not only go into St. Louis and steal that series, hands down, get one in Atlanta, it's like they don't even need to be in Pennsylvania right now. They go back to Pennsylvania, you know that's the Broad Street bully land, so you know they're going to be comfortable. So this is a must-win game. For the Braves, I'm sorry if they are the defending champions, mm-hmm. but for the Phillies to be this hot, no-name team outside of Bryce Harper, and Bryce Harper is just the add-on to what the storm that they're bringing. If the Braves can't put it together today, this might be a crushing uh, upset uh, early in this uh, fall classic. But nevertheless, I, I really felt like the Yankees would have took care of business up against the Guardians. I think the Guardians are a good team, but I don't think they can go into the boogie down and, and take care of business up against them. And um, Seattle, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that was one of those situations where they could have stole it, but Houston's been the talk, uh, at least of the American League at this point in time. Um, I don't feel like a team can really slow them down other than the Yankees, because the Yankees have that type of offense. Um, but if the Mariners do get them, I think it's a clear-cut situation for the Yankees to get to the World Series. But nevertheless, Houston was able to deal with the moxie and uh, get a bomb late to, to help them get through. And they, they're calling him Air, Air Jordan. Uh, for them to figure yeah. this one out. So I, I, I tip my hat to the uh, Astros for getting it done. And, and don't forget, like, we, we talk about Houston. My songs love in Houston like Scarface produced them. <laughs> H-Town in the house, listen. Um, you're right. That was a crushing loss. They were up by what, 7-3 um, going into the eighth inning. Um, I think because uh, I had turned I – I was out um, at my son's practice and I had it. I was just checking on my phone. I thought seven three. Ah, oh, this should be fine. They, they should win that game. Next thing I know, I hear about Alvarez. And I'm like, wow. This it, and it, it's like, you're right. That was the game they had to steal. I don't know if they can bounce back from it, but um, you know, it could it could be crushing. Mike, what did you think about yesterday's games and what you seeing uh, tonight? I'm watching Acuna Jr got hit by a Wheeler pitch, and he looks like he's in a lot of pain. I They can't lose this guy. I, I, I love a guy. They can't lose him. They, they really can't. 
he's been their best hitter so far in the postseason too, even though he hasn't so far. Uh, didn't have a great, great year, but uh, he's been hitting the ball really well in the postseason. I thought the Braves really needed to get the game yesterday mm-hmm. because oh, they're going to make him come out, I think. Um, sorry, they had the uh, so I'll you know, with the Phillies having that. to play the with the Phillies having to play the uh, wild card. Uh, series and they didn't weren't able to come back with Wheeler until today and Nola in Game Three and listen that Wheeler Nola tandem um, is a, a solid solid one two punch so I thought the Braves really needed that game yesterday that makes today's game even more essential uh, for them to figure out a way to get um, I I don't know man with with Cleveland and the and the Yankees. I'm still not I'm still not sure about that series because I do think that the depth of the Cleveland pitching Cleveland is much deeper pitching wise, but I don't know if they can hit enough. Um, we will see. But the Yankees, nice statement. Garrett Cole did what he was. Uh, you know, he didn't pitch great in the wild card game last year, but listen, in game one this year, uh, he he looked a part of the ace that he's being paid to be. So, um, you know, he pitched the Yankees to victory. Uh, Cal Quantrill did not pitch poorly at all yesterday uh, for Cleveland, so he made a nice representation for himself. Uh, The Dodgers got their five runs early and then just kind of hung on, uh, had a fantastic double play by uh, Gavin Lux at second base, made a great play and got it to Turner, uh, Trey Turner at shortstop, who turned it over for the 4-6-3 double play to get out of a a big jam uh, last night for them. And then, listen, for Seattle, I don't know that the series is over, but that Houston pitching staff is, is super deep. Uh, they may have the best pitching in baseball, like when you look at that rotation, uh, even to the point that, like, some of their guys that are going to be coming out of the bullpen in the postseason are guys that were very, very effective starters during the regular season. But Seattle, listen, they, they did everything except for close the deal yesterday, Right. They came out hacking. They got to Justin Berlander early. This guy gave up six runs in four innings. Uh, that doesn't happen very often to Justin Berlander. You're talking about a guy who, coming back off another arm injury, went like 18 and four this year. And in my mind, may very well be the Cy Young Award winner in the uh, in the American League this season. So. Uh, they had everything happen that they needed to happen. They got up on him early. Uh, they got a good start from Logan Gilbert. Uh, the bullpen just kind of kept piecing it together, bending but not breaking, giving up a little bit here and there. And then when it came time, you know, at the very end, a couple walks, you can't do that. Then you put guys on for Jordan Alvarez. Listen, they closed the show. The Braves hit a three-run homer in the ninth, too, but they were down four. Houston hit theirs, and they were really down two, so it made a difference. I mean, a huge difference in the outcome. Um, we're going to really find out how resilient uh, this Seattle team is because that's a that's a definite gut punch, and that that could be something that really uh, breaks that momentum. Listen, they you know they had a huge comeback against Toronto to get into this thing, um, and I'm excited that we're going to see postseason baseball um, on Saturday in Seattle for the first time in 21 years. So good for that city. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Um, and like I said, the Braves have to have this one tonight. So um, 
you know, I, I think that the Dodgers should uh, take care of the Padres. Um, I think that, that Houston's definitely going to take care of Seattle now. Um, if the Braves don't win tonight, this may be a very, very short series. Ask the Mets, man. Ask the Cardinals. You get in the uh, you get in the wrong situation, and uh, our, our team gets hot. And you know, listen, all that work you did for six months to get into onto this stage um, could go for naught, right? But I mean, listen. At the end of the day, there's eight teams left, and uh, you know, all these teams deserve to be here. There's some good baseball clubs. It's very, very hard to repeat. Uh, you know, I hope the Braves season doesn't end in this first round, but it's very, very hard to get back to that mountaintop. That's the reason why nobody's done it in 22 years. So, uh, at the end of the day, we'll see what happens. Some good baseball teams and some good players. And listen, uh, we talked about this guy earlier in the year on the baseball buffet, uh, but for Seattle, man, Julio Rodriguez really introduced himself to the national stage uh, yesterday. Big game with three hits. If you haven't gotten a chance to really watch him, uh, make sure you, you catch a little bit of Seattle, anybody out there. Uh, listen, Julio Rodriguez is that dude. He's going to be uh, he's going to be good for a long, long time, I think. Um, so doesn't matter. He, he burst on the scene dur- during the home run derby. Everybody was talking about him then, and people didn't really know about him because you know, like for me, I, I'm you know East Coast. I don't really get a lot of Seattle games unless they're back here um, in New York area. So um, I was like, wow, this kid is amazing. And you're right, he had a he had a really good game. But um, I'm watching. I'm watching Acuna. He's holding his arm. He I, he would not come out of his game. So um, you know that alone should get a spark, hopefully. But they got to get him out of the game. Like he can't. I, I, if he tries to swing a bat, I'm afraid he'll break something. So he's got to come out of the game. But yeah, listen. Um, of course, it's that Yankee talk. I got to talk that Yankee talk. Um, but the the Guardians just they're like they can't hit. As me one run. Um, on the home run, and they didn't do a lot of anything else. I think they threatened in one inning. Um, they didn't score a lot of runs against the Tampa Bay Rays. So um, they just, they're young, but they just don't hit. They got solid pitching, to your point. Um, tomorrow is the game they have to get because they have their ace on the mound in Beaver going up against uh, Nestor. And, and listen, Seattle, you know, it doesn't get easier for them. They got to go against Valdez, who, you know, you could – put it into the Cy Young um, category with his teammate, Verlander. He had a really good year. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how Seattle bounces back after that tough loss. So, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, listen, baseball, it's it's postseason. It's October baseball. Nothing like it. I love it around here. Um, long, It'll be a lot of long nights, you know what I mean? Uh, Braves on the board. Sleep, so. Yep, Braves on the board. So, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, anything, TP, anything else, baseball, you want to add or we want to move on to? I wanted to talk uh, to the NBA. Well, get to it. Set it off. Yeah, listen, um, so talking about the NBA, man, listen, the, the talk of the town in the preseason obviously is uh, uh, Draymond Green. Um, he's he's set to rejoin the team tomorrow. Um you know, was fined heavily, but will not be suspended uh, for the punch that he threw on on um, his teammate Jordan Poole. Um, you know, a lot of factors going into that non-suspension. Um, obviously, the ring ceremony coming up um, was probably 
the reason why he's not he's not getting suspended, but just an ugly situation all around. There's a lot of different takes to go at it. Um, you know, crawling into Draymond Green's character, which I don't think is completely fair, but um, just an ugly situation. The video getting out um, is is just you know deplorable in itself. Um, you know, the Warriors deciding not to suspend him. Um, taking championships over, um, you know, uh, disciplinary actions or being a disciplined team and being that kind of franchise. But, TP, I mean, a lot of angles to take with this. Um, what do you think about the whole situation with Draymond Green? There was a song in 1995. The rapper, his name is Tupac Shakur. There were multiple artists on the song, like Daz Dillinger, uh, corrupt uh, Red Man and Method Man And the name of the song was I Got My Mind Made Up And um, Come on. I think that <laughs> I, I think that's the song Or the title that Golden State Is up to right now Their mind is made up I think they weren't going to suspend them Because their mind is made up on the future of Draymond Green I think after his contract talks come up. They won't try to resign him. If they do, they will lowball him and try to make him go seek a deal. Um, I know that he's been able to be a part of every championship for the last decade or so that came through there for the four that they've brought in, but this is unacceptable. There's no way that they couldn't even suspend him in-house and say that that's rightfully so when he's supposed to be a leader of the team. And they literally have that on video. Like, this is something that you can see that he instigated while Jordan Poole tried to play it cool. And, of course, somebody's going to try to keep the distance away from him. So he tried to push him, and Draymond ended up punching him. And, and the crazy part about it is is looking at Steve Kerr. This is probably the same act that Steve Kerr had happened to him while he was in Chicago, and Michael Jordan punched him in the face. Mm-hmm. But there was no personality as big as Michael Jordan or if Draymond's caliber of play is like a Michael Jordan. He's not that at this point in time at 32 years old. So I think Draymond's on a, a heavy decline in his career. So I think for the longevity that he has within his able body to go out there and play ball, I think Golden State is willing to ride out the storm and get him out of here. Him and that coaching staff has already been into it several times, let alone him and Steve Kerr have gone at it, where Steve Kerr has actually told him he's had enough of his crap so you could just imagine what it could potentially look like if it doesn't go the way that he wants it to go. So um, I think Golden State is like, we'll deal with it. No problem. Jordan Poole is our future. We can't let Jordan Poole leave because I think, how would I look at it? Like Clay and Steph probably have like three to five years of awesome play left. Then they'll be up, up to being set-up shooters or guys that sit in the corner and knock down shots. Um, Jordan Poole will end up being that guy pretty soon. I think Draymond is the guy out. And um, we'll end up seeing what Golden State does in the future. I can't really tell it, but I feel like their mind is made up. You bring up a lot of great points. He's 34 years old, right, TP? So um, he's not going to get that big paycheck. Nobody's paying him that money, just like Westbrook's not going to get that big paycheck. He's got a player option uh, from, I think, 27-ish million or something like that. He's obviously going to opt in because nobody's going to pay him that type of money on the open market. and then when he does that, and what I've been hearing and reading is that, you know, Poole and Wiggins are the priority. They want those guys back in the fold and, and signed up so that they can, to your point, transition from the the, the veterans, uh, Clay and, and Steph, to Wiggins and Poole as the future of the team and, and Wiseman and Federer, right? So when they do that, TP, 
You know what the luxury tax is going to be next year? It's going to be $530 million, almost a is half there... a billion dollars in the luxury tax. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's wow. insane. That's an insane number. That's, that's crazy. So, and, and, of course, you can't not – you can't fault Green for if he when he does opt in to opt in because he's not going to see that money again. He's thirty four years old, so but you you can definitely that's two years you got him in the fold with Jordan Poole, two years, this year and next. It's an ugly situation, just like um, just like Steve Kerr said, and you know it's you know I don't know if it's going to get. I hope it gets better, but it's just it's going to be uncomfortable because this is a guy that ran Durant out of town. He made it public. You know what I mean? Like you're right. He's gone at Kerr. He's gone at Durant. It's it's wow. Uh, give me your opinion on on Draymond Green because a lot has has gone on since the actual punch was uh, was flown. Um, you know he's he's not being suspended. Got fined, but he'll be back with the team tomorrow. If you're there, you're on mute. I'm sorry. Say that again. The last thing you said. Yeah, I mean, talk to talk to me about Draymond Green. The whole Draymond Green situation, Mike. I mean, you know, honestly, um, you know, he he wasn't suspended, which I, you know, I'll I'll talk about in a second. But you know, he'll be back with the team uh, tomorrow. Um, got a fine, but you know, um, what what do you what what do you what's your take on the whole situation? I mean. I don't know if we'll know the whole story as far as what happened. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. I had a coach, a college coach, that told us one time that like he's like, I'm okay if there's an occasional fight in practice when it comes to wrestling. He's like, I want to see that kind of fight out of you guys. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. uh, players need to be fighting on a regular, but I don't know the whole incident behind it. I think it's. Uh, I think there's something crazy about the fact that this leaked and you don't always see uh, practice footage leak out and become uh, Mm -hmm. public knowledge so I I am curious to see how this happened I mean um, Mm -hmm. depending on the severity of the situation I'm not saying that I'm not defending Draymond I'm not saying like he should have hit the man Uh, I think that in some ways like you got to find a way to like keep your head about you and that kind of thing um, as far as, listen, there have been some times where Draymond has been extremely effective and kind of facilitator and sort of, you know, um, been the guy that sort of quarterbacks that offense sometimes, which allows your point going to then go get a shot off because he's, you know, the best shooter in the league, really. Um, so he's been very important, but there were times last year, um, if you think about it, that he was rendered very ineffective and was uh, benched late in a couple of games. And then I think the last couple of games he started doing some of his Draymond tactics, and he got in Tatum's head uh, late in that series. And so he was able to, um, you know, have an, have an impact on that series. But uh, Draymond mm-hmm. is declining. He's not the same guy, I don't think. And uh, listen, if they if they let him go, I'll be curious to see at this stage in his career, how many takers there there actually will be for him and what, you know, how effective he can be on another team or in another system. Um, 
I think that sometimes you got to, uh, you know, it, it's hard to really uh, speak as much as I'd like to without knowing all the story. I, I know that Draymond has kind of been, you know, he's kind of got a reputation as sort of a hothead and a guy, you know, grabs technicals and that kind of thing. I don't, you know, I think maybe, and at times he tries to sort of bully people in the court and get in people's head and play mind games. Uh, he might be that dude on the court. I don't think he's that dude outside of the gym. Uh, but, you know, listen, whatever, I, I can't, fine, maybe, sure. I can't really criticize uh, the organization for how they decide to, to handle it in-house. That's a practice thing. It'd be different if he punched somebody in a game or, you know, a different situation. But this is a practice situation. So I think the team has the right to handle it however they see fit, to be honest with you. As far as the last thing I'll say about it is, as far as deciding to take yeah. some time away, to, to, some time to take away from the team to work on himself, and now he's already coming back tomorrow. Translation: I don't want to uh, go to practice for these next few days and and go through these drills. I'm a veteran. I'm going to go on vacation with my wife or something for a couple of days and just get away from everything and relax and come back. So. I, I think that's probably what happened. I mean, we'll see. There's a little drama there, you know, how they work through it. So we'll have, uh, you know, we'll we'll tell a lot about um, how well the Golden State Warriors do this year. But coming off a championship and, and, and a lot of people's mind favored to win another one, uh, you know, we'll see if they can uh, if they can keep it all together. This is where, uh, you know, Steve Curry, you got your you, – you've won rings – and you've uh, you've been able to win with these players, and this is another way that, uh, as a head coach, that you really earn your money and show the kind of what you are, how you handle the the drama, the strife, so to speak, uh, amongst the players. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're right, and you know he has personal stuff going on. I don't know what it is in particular. I know that it is personal stuff, but, you know, from, from my seat, there's no excuse to, to put hands on that dude. Listen, it happens in practice. You're right. I mean, TP and I played football together. We There was fights. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's fights. But at the end of the day, um, you got to get through it. You got to move past it. Brothers fight. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's supposed to be brothers, right? So um, I, I agree with you with your earlier point, though. Listen, whoever leaked that footage is a sucker. You know, you, like, honestly, like, you, and you leaked it to TMZ. I mean, that's a sucker move right there. Like, I hope they find whoever did that because it's not like that's the first time somebody got punched. Kerr got punched by the great Jordan. You know what I mean? It's not the first time it's happened. Kobe got in a fight in practice. You know what I mean? Like, it happens. You know what I mean? But the, but we've seen it. We didn't see Kerr get punched by Jordan. We saw this. This was a, this was a violent punch. But we didn't have to see it, right, because it shouldn't have been leaked. You know that was internal. It should have been held inter- uh, handled internally. So um, that's that's a that's a poor move. But listen, Draymond has that reputation. Um, you know it's been going around. You know some say it's anger management, but you know he's got that that hot headedness. And you know on the court, I don't like Draymond Green. I I respect him as a person. I think he's not a bad person, but his antics. Get, you know I'm over his antics, and it it, it was like another kind of oh big, tough guy, you move to punch him, but then when you see the punch, you're like, oh, my God, what are we doing here? Like, what is this? So, um, listen, it's it's going to be an ugly situation. It's going to follow Poole around, unfortunately. 
um, it's going to follow Draymond until, you know, his, his career is over and probably well after. Um, it's unfortunate that it, you know, the video's out there for everybody to see. So um, it is what it is. But, I mean, I don't like the fact that – I just don't like – and you guys could disagree with me if you want, but I don't like the fact that he wasn't suspended at least a game and not suspended and he wasn't suspended for opening night. I don't care if you're getting rings. I know he deserves to get a ring. I, you know, he worked hard to get it last year, but you gotta, you got to put your foot down, in my opinion, and don't, don't put the winning over the disciplinary in action. You know, like, you know what, that's your penance, honestly. Fine ain't going to do nothing, but your penance shouldn't be you missed that ceremony. And you know what, you've been to three others. You'll be all right. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like that was a good time for the for the organization to say we're not going to tolerate that. But it's like we'll tolerate it because if we're still winning, we'll tolerate it. That's kind of like the feeling I get from that. I mean, I don't TP if you disagree or agree, but I don't feel he should be there. I, um, their lead is suspension. Like I said, um, I think that they that their mind is made up. They're gonna. This is kind of like mm-hmm. uh, a send off tour. Like, okay, he's gonna retire next year, so we're gonna. And not to say Draymond's gonna retire next. Year, I'm just giving you like example on how certain organizations handle certain situations like this. And if they're not suspending them, and knowing that the Warriors are like a grade A gold level type team and don't do nothing about mm-hmm. Draymond, and this has been televised, and everybody saw it, and the way that he did it, it was just like he's above them. And if you really watch the video, they're suckers in the Golden State Warrior organization. Nobody stopped them. Nobody mm-hmm. wanted to break it yes. out. They fell, and that's how the scuffle right. went. It was like, wait, you watch coaches walk by them? Like, Steve Curry run over there to try to break that up? Nobody? There was one coach that was sitting next to it just walked away from it. It's like, you guys are mm-hmm. punk suckers to watch your young talent get pounded on by a vet that you guys should feel like he has a cooler head. The vet didn't have the cooler head. The younger guy tried to, like, get away with the push and got beat on, like, crazy. Like, I now look at the Warriors a little bit different. And, and like I said, their, their mind is made up in this situation. So uh, I, I think whatever duration Draymond has there, I think his tenure will be up once it's over. Yeah, I mean, you got to check the temperature of the room. Poole's got to know, don't, you know, don't push, don't put your hands on him. I mean, Poole put his hands on him first, right? Like, let's be clear. But where is everybody else to check the temperature to know that, you know, hey, man, let's separate these two. You go on the other side of the gym, you know, until you cool down. Like, that's what I mean. Like, between that, where nobody was there to, you know, to protect these guys from themselves, and then you just like you're you're just saying to me, oh well, you can go to the ceremony because winning is all it's about. We're, you know, we'll discipline you, but we ain't gonna really go hard on you. You know, it's really about the winning. Like, so what? Like, dude, send your send, you could be there, or no, not even don't even be there. We'll mail it to you. You you know what I mean? We'll have it for you the second game. Like, I just I think it just sends bad optics to me. I, Mike, I don't know if you disagree or agree, but it, to me, it really sends bad optics. What CP alluded to with the, 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 the staff and everybody not handling the situation before it got out of hand, they let it get to that point. And then not suspending this guy. Who cares if it's a ring ceremony? Don't, you shouldn't be there. You put your hands on this dude. That's the part that gets me is the, uh, Mm-hmm. The coach is not doing anything or saying anything to 
to try to stop it from happening. And so either either it says they're not willing to stand up to Draymond or uh, maybe they thought whatever Jordan Poole was doing uh, to lead up to it, he had it coming. Uh, I don't know. Like, like I said, I feel like I just need more on the lead up to what caused it to really know the story. Um, right. But man, I, when I, when I stop and, and look at it, I'm just like, why didn't the coaches stop this at all? But once again, I still go back to the fact that it was leaked. I mean, we, we shouldn't have knowledge of this, man. Like this, and, and since we do, of course, we're going to talk about it. But we shouldn't have knowledge of this. This shouldn't have come out. And I, right. I don't know how or why it did. Um, and so, once again, I think it, it has a lot to do with the severity of it. Uh, and real quick, uh, before we switch gears, at least the Braves were able to uh, stack onto that 3-0 lead by going getting the Phillies 1-2-3 in the top of the seven. So, that's positive as we stretch yeah. it away now. <laughs> it's going to throw in the game. I didn't see because I went to the Dodger game real quick. But, um, yeah, I mean, listen, um, the 3-0 um, – you know, got those runs, you know, and Travis don't know. It's like every Met, right, that leaves New York prospers when they leave. Turner, Darno, like, it's like, <laughs> well, except for Matt Harvey, right? Except for Matt Harvey. Um, yeah, it's funny, though. Um, yeah, I just, it's an ugly situation in Golden State. It's going to be a long season for those guys, and it'll be another long season because all signs point to Draymond opting back into that contract. Um, but you know, something's got to be done and, you know, you got to protect pool now. It's out, it's public. It shouldn't be public, but it is public. Now you got to protect pool at all costs. And I felt like suspending him for a game protected him and, and they missed that opportunity. So, uh, the model, like, you know, gold standard organization like TP alluded to, I think kind of missed the mark a little bit. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Call number nine two nine nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. TP, you had a dish you wanted to cook, um, you know. So I'll let you put this 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 little this bird on the on the grill. We we cook that up. What do you got for me, TP? Well, it depends where I want to go, but um, I really wanted to go football, and this is the one that has me pissed yeah. off. Um, there was a movie that came out several years ago, and the name of the movie was called Concussion. And the doctor mm-hmm. in that movie has come out and made a statement and said, Tua, stop playing football. Now, I feel like that's a little harsh. I feel like he may be jumping okay. the gun, but to give it some consideration or some thought, because now we have severe knowledge about CTE and the damage of what a concussion could do to the brain. We have just seen Tua go through some bad stint uh, in the past, what, I think 14 days or so, where he played two games mm-hmm. and he did not look good at all. And um, what has me frustrated or mad or at, at the end of my, my wits is the Dolphins told him to come back to practice today. They have him practicing today. Skylar Thompson is the quarterback set to start, but they are trying to get uh, Tua ready to play. Now, I don't know if he'll play a play or if Skylar goes down, he goes in because now – Teddy Bridgewater is hurt. So there's a lot of mayhem going on in Miami. If if Tua touches that field, they already have federal agents against you. They're doing an investigation. 
Miami needs to be burned down. I mean, really bad. Y'all already did Flores bad. Y'all did Tua bad. Y'all trying to bring Tua right back. Y'all got so much stuff swirling around there. Try to have a minority hire when Johnson does not look like he is of any culture at all. I'm not buying this. Not one bit. Miami is in a, a flux of bull crap right now, and it, it's disgusting. Let alone they're rushing Tua to get back out there. And I know they're trying to save the season. But are you guys really worried about your season or an individual? If Tua dies, what happens? Are you guys Draco or are you Rocky Balboa? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't get it. Right. Like, this, this, this is what people – people need to put themselves in front of the player, right? They say they're trying to save the, the player from themselves. They're actually saving their pockets from themselves. Like, like they're worried about. They're worried about money, revenue, people coming in, seeing if they can make a postseason run, things of that nature. That's disgusting, and this is what they're doing with humanity. I get it. It's – I mean, they love the dollar, the power of the dollar. You want to know what I was told? One of my family members that go to church heavy, when people are that wealthy, the dollar becomes their god. That's what mm-hmm. it's about right now. So um, yeah. I feel bad for Miami. All you Dolphins fans that are uh, witnessing a decent season, you guys are having a decent season or a decent start at this point in time, but they're, they're choosing success in the future over somebody's life and livelihood. So um, I don't know. I'll start there as the fire burns at this grill. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, he was ruled out. So I want to be fair. He's ruled out. But you're right. He did return to the practice field today for the first time in a couple weeks. So, I mean, and I'll talk about Tua uh, Tagovailoa. So he did return to the practice field uh, this week. But he is ruled out. Um, that's at least what um, Mike McDaniel said. Um, that's you're right. Skylar Thompson is going to start, but um, you know both Tua and Teddy Teddy B. Um, shout out to controversy. His boy is in concussion protocol, so um, you know hopefully they're all right. But you know, listen, um, it, it's an ugly situation. It snowballed into a lot of different things that we talked about yesterday with um, you know these. Personal fouls uh, roughing the passer as well, but um, you know they they have to take their time with Tua. They cannot put him out there in harm's way. Not only it, and it's on both sides, right? For his health, which should be paramount, but it really it's a PR thing. They can't afford to put this guy out there again, and then something like that happens on national TV. When you know Amazon's paying you a lot of money for your package, people got Amazon Prime, and then they they turn into it and they see a guy you know looking you know like he was gonna you know pass away on the field. It was it was a horrific sight. So you know they should be they should care about Tua's well being to your point, but they're probably in the the mind state of we don't want to lose any money, so we don't, and we don't want to lose face, so we're not gonna put them out there. Uh, until we're absolutely certain that he, you know, passes every I, – I think they're in phase three of the, the return to participation protocol or what have you. That's what they're saying. Mike, wh- what do you got with TP's dish that he cooked up about to uh, um, – looks like he's ruled out um, this week, but, um, you know, he's back on the practice field. This Dolphins organization has been an absolute um, issue – for a long time. Um, you know, I've got a lady friend in Miami who I spent a lot of time with, and she told me she gave up on the Dolphins a long time ago, so she doesn't even follow them anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team 
showed a lot of promise at the beginning of the season. Um, they went over Buffalo, went over Baltimore. They look like, okay, two has progressed, taken another step. They got weapons in around him with Tariq Hill to go with Jalen Waddle and Gusecki. And so it looked like they were really poised to take another step. But it's just something about this Dolphins organization, man. They always find a way to screw things up. They messed over Flores. And I think part of this is sort of, uh, I think some of this is part of karma coming back on him. You know, uh, TP, you and I talk all the time about how you don't mess with karma, right? <laughs> you stay away from that. And, um, mm-hmm. and listen, this, this Dolphins organization, like, Listen, for years, the Saints had a bad reputation. For years, Cincinnati had a bad reputation. Um, now it's Houston who's really had a bad reputation because of everything that happened with Deshaun Watson and whatever else. But I put Miami right there as far as dysfunctional franchises and franchises that just can't ever seem to get out of their own way. And we're seeing it again. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I don't know. It, it, it's hard to it's hard to root for an organization that isn't doing right by its players, that didn't do right by its former head coach. And so, in a lot of ways, as far as the Dolphins fans, you know, um, you know, all of you can look in the mirror, and I'll reference an old Tupac song too, and play "It's Me Against the World" because it is uh, not very many people outside of South Beach are going to be rooting for that franchise and very few people uh, and there's, and you've lost a lot of your fan base, even there. Miami is not the best uh, other than, than college, but Miami is not the best sports town in the first place because there's so many other things to do there. Um, and this team is not doing itself uh, any favors. I'm sad to see it um, because you want to see those guys, uh, you want to see those guys do well. And as far as Tua goes, man, listen, at the end of the day, um, he's shown some promise this year. He's taken another step. Uh, but I would say, like, uh, you know, to do what's best for you, for yourself and do what's best for your long-term health because at the end of the day, you're going to want to hug your kids. You're going to be able to get out and play with them and spend time with them and whatever else and have a full productive life. So if, you, you know, if it ever becomes a serious question um, as to your long-term health, man, uh, you know, it, it's a game. It's not that important. I mean, I love the game of football, and most of us do. Uh, but quality, there's something to be said for quality of life. Like you said, we know more about TBE now. We know a lot more about, you know, the, the effects that, uh, that that it has on people long term. And so, uh, you know, make sure that at the end of the day, you know, my advice to Tua Tango Bonnell would be, Make sure that you look out for number one because the organization that you play for damn sure isn't. And at the same time, you know, they put you back in the game and some people are trying to put it back on him. Some medical people that I've read comments from are saying, well, maybe he lied to the medical staff during some of the evaluations. But I'm telling you right now, um, especially as hot a button as this is, if for some reason, too, you decide not to ever play again, my guess is is that you could sue the NFL and possibly the Miami Dolphins and you could make way more money than you could ever make playing football, bro. So uh, do what you got to do and take care of yourself and, and, and your future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Dolphins have been a joke since Dan Marino retired, right? Like, real talk. <laughs> I mean, 
I, I, I can't, I can't put a finger on anything they've done. I mean, you know, we almost forget about a lawsuit in the situation with Flores, right? Because, you know, it's football. They want you to forget. And then something like this happens. It's a disgrace with this organization. just really does. Like, as far as, you know, possibly throwing games and then really, you know, with, with Tua throwing them back on the field, like they really have that, we don't care about the players. We about business. We about us. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. And I hope Tua, you know, takes as long as he needs to to get back on the field. And, you know, it, it'd be better off if he went back on the field for another team, to be honest with you. I wouldn't want to go suit up for these guys, um, in my opinion. Um, that, like you said, Miami's not a great sports town. I mean, they love their heat when the heat are good or they got stars. But, I mean, listen, it's South Beach. I've been down there. There's lots to do in Miami. There's a lot to do. But, um, TP, I mean, I don't know if you want to tie this off with a bow or you want you want to keep talking that ish. But, I mean, yeah, it's 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 an unfortunate situation. I just hope Tua does what's best for him. I made a topic in my social media club, a.k.a. the barbershop. And it's a song by the legendary icon himself, Michael Jackson. They don't really care about us. That's all mm-hmm. I gotta say. You're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um they don't care. They really don't. Um and they they make just, it look just like, like just like the, the head coach the, the the head coach had an interview uh, at a podium, I think it was last week. <clears throat> And they asked him if he was to think about Tua's, you know, damage that he suffered from the, the concussion. He said, if I spent five seconds thinking about it, I think, I'm thinking about the wrong thing. What? Like what? Like what? <laughs> like I, I, could, I could never respect you ever again. I don't care if you win the Super Bowl. I don't care if the Dolphins win four Super Bowls in a row. I don't care. I don't care. For you to say that about Tua mm-hmm. and you don't want to think about him with – a CTE situation or a concussion, I, you are disgusting. Like that's 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 nasty. That's nasty. That that just that let me know a lot. That let me know a lot. Like I said, Michael Jackson said it best. They don't really care about us. Like like Barry, you know. Like like I'm gonna say like, I'm gonna say it to you. Me and you played ball with somebody. Grew up. I grew up with this dude since I was seven years old. Michael, Mikey. I won't even say it, but Mikey. Concussions. Right. Pulled him out of our biggest game my senior year, my biggest game, and we mm-hmm. both going crazy. Like that, if you told me to choose between that game or my brother, I'm a man. You crazy? Turn this game off. I'm good. I'm going home with him. I'm good. I'm good. You told me that mm-hmm. I said the game is bigger than this individual. That that lets me know a lot. Fifty Cent got an album when he first came out before Get Rich or Die Trying. It's called The Power of the Dollar. People don't like mm-hmm. money. Don't let money change you. The Almighty Dollar, the OJs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, if you look at it now, if we look at it now with 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 him and we, you know, with our friend, and he's here now and has a beautiful family, wife and kids. God forbid if he went back in that game, we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? We don't know what tomorrow would bring. You know what I mean? So. You, it puts it in perspective, you know. I mean, like it's not about the Dolphins losing their starting quarterback and not having a chance to make the playoffs or Super Bowl run. It's about this. It's about Tua. What this kid, kid, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like generationally, 
you know, for, for, for two generations at least with, with what the money that he could bring in. And it's, it's just not about, at that point, it's not about the game. I just hope he does what he, I just hope he does what, what's best for him. Um, yeah, absolutely. Calling number nine, pause. Calling number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. We got. I think it's Chandler in the building. I'm going to bring him in. Chandler, is that you? Yeah, sorry, I'm late. I was taking a nap. <laughs> That's all right, old man. You know, we all got to take a nap sometime. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talking about uh, Tua? So go ahead, man. I know you're going to, you know, give us a rant. You you went villainous on us yesterday, so hopefully you you saved the villain talk for me. <laughs> I just caught the tail end of how somebody said something. I didn't catch the whole thing. Well, we're talking about Tua and the fact that um, he is he is not ready to play. He's ruled out of the game uh, this Sunday, um, but he is returning to practice. And we're just, you know, lamenting on how poorly this situation was handled, you know, the two weeks uh, that led to this to this point right now and the outlook for him. Oh, well, I mean, it's kind of a case of too little, too late. Well, not too little, too late. Let me not say it that way. But I said when when this happened, the second concussion happened, that he shouldn't play, I think I said, until at least, what, week six or seven. Um, mm-hmm. And I stand by that. I don't think he should play until at least week seven, based on everything that we saw. Again, I can just look at my own life. I've had 10 brain injuries. Concussions of brain injury. Okay. Right. I know that my motor skills are not what they were. I know that I'm facing early onset. Uh, I know that I'm dealing with a little bit of dementia. I know that I have to have, I'm 53. I have to have all kinds of electronic devices in my house because I'm scared to use my stove. So I have to have devices that cut mm-hmm. off on their own because I've forgotten that I, I was cooking. I left the stove on. I forgot me. Okay, I forget days. I forget a lot of things. Um, My life sucks a lot of times because I don't know who the hell I am some days. I'll go to the grocery store and and, and do it. Oh, it happens all the time? No. Yeah, it happens sometimes to to, to everybody. It doesn't happen all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. To constantly tell the same story, people are like, yeah, you said that already. When did I say that to you? I talked to you yesterday. I told you yesterday. I don't remember talking to you. Uh, you know, there are certain people who, because I've known them long enough, I remember. Um, I spoke to my doctor. I got a new doctor. I spoke to him about three weeks ago. I have no idea what that man's name is. I can't remember his face. I don't know. What, I can't remember a damn thing we talked about. It's like I've never met him. The only reason I know I have a new doctor is because my nurse in the VA who comes twice a month keeps reminding me, hey, don't remember that you saw the doctor, and it's what the doctor said, and it's what you have to do. I have to have a voice-operated medical center thing just to remind me to take my meds. That's my life now. I don't want to get worse, mm-hmm. not better. So, and this is what a lot of these NFL players go through. And this is why a lot of them commit suicide because they would want these, these, these gods among men who are now reduced to not being able to open a jar because your motor skills don't work. 
You can't cut meat because your motor skills are gone. You know, you can't remember the day. We ain't even going to get into all the physical shit. So, no, he shouldn't be playing. Um, again, I would hope that the people around him aren't looking at him as a lottery ticket because that's what's going to have to take. Yeah. It's going to take the people around him, not the team. Okay, we all understand that the team doesn't give a damn about you as an athlete no matter what sport it is. Okay? You are expendable. And if you don't believe that, ask Aaron Judge. Bingo. Because the New York Yankees were more than content to let him fail so they would not have to pay him. They were more than content with him failing this season just so they wouldn't have to pay him. All right? But the people around Tua, the people who claim to love him and to care more about him than what he can do for them, they're the ones that have to talk to him and get him to see that, yes, I understand what you're trying to do. Yes, you only have a short window to make this money, but you need to have a life past 50. You need to have some quality of life past 50. Because without that, for a lot of them, they check out. And is that really what we want? We want to continue to watch these football players, former college football players, former pro football players, do we want to keep watching them be dead before they hit 60 when other people are living to 80 and 90? That's the question. That's the only question I have. Probably don't, exactly. you probably don't remember this. You probably, you probably don't remember this guy. His name is, um, he played quarterback. His name was James McMahon. And um, he he had so much brain trauma that now that he's retired from his illustrious career, that he can't even leave his household. He lived a block and a half from the supermarket. He attempted to leave home to go shopping. He finished shopping and went outside to the parking lot, stood still and cried because he didn't know how to get home, let alone he didn't know where the car was. So he called his wife to come get him. This should scare people because McMahon was playing in the 80s and 90s and knowing that the athlete is bigger, stronger, faster, and this stuff is coming way more vicious and malicious, that they're not even trying to at least help guide this guy in the right direction or have him follow these protocols the right way. And um, there was somebody that I, uh, you know, I grew up and I lived in the state that he lived in and didn't think that this was something that bothered him. But um, he ended up murdering somebody, and uh, they're actually putting some of it on where his brain was. He had the worst CTE they've ever seen in medical history. And he had several murders, but the one that stuck was the last one that happened on the border of Connecticut and Massachusetts, I think it was. And that's Aaron Hernandez. If you did not see the uh, documentary on Netflix, uh I tell you to watch it. Please watch it because it actually helped me look at Aaron Hernandez differently. I thought he was trying to be a fake gangster, and he was trying to live a different lifestyle than what he wanted to live, but a lot of that came from the trauma that he suffered in his lifetime. I don't know if it was all football or if it had been at home, but they said that he was going through stuff at home with his father when he was growing up, let alone his football of his days of playing football in Connecticut and in Florida and then being in the NFL as well. So 
they got to think about this stuff because there's instances where they can use as examples and they're not using them. Disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's real, man. And, you know, prayers to these guys and, and, and certainly you, Chandler, too. Um, you know, my, my dad's got to mention it's it's good days and bad days. And it's like, you know, some days will be good and then some days we like, forget why he called me. You know, I'm literally on the phone and he doesn't remember why he called me. You know, and, and he just dialed. I understand it. You know what I mean? And it's scary. And, and, and I, I agree with you, Chandler. I hope it's people close to him in his circle have his best interests at heart for him. Um, that's that's all you can ask. That's all you can ask. Um, but the NFL, like you said, they don't care. They really want you to, you know, look at the right hand while everything's happening in the left. You know, look over here. Look at the games. Look at, wow, the, you know, Giants are winning. Cowboys, you know, don't have Dak Prescott. Look at over here. Bills are winning, you know. But don't look over here with all this other stuff with Brian Flores and Tua concussions and, what have you, don't worry about that. That's not important. You know what I mean? So um, it's a scary proposition. It really is. It really is. Um, TP, did you have anything else you want to talk about? Or you you, you, you want me to put something on the ground? Oh, you, more. You put, 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 there's also put another, there's another, situation, there's another situation that took place in the state of misery. Not Missouri, but the state of misery. <laughs> and that's during the uh, <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders and Kansas City Chiefs game, in which the game ended. It didn't end the way that they wanted it to, but the Raiders lose this game by a nail-biter. And the cameraman, I, 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 I can really attest to the cameraman. I get it. He wasn't in the path of walking toward Devontae, but he's crossing at the wrong time, and Devontae pushed him down. Do you know Devontae is facing an assault charge? Even though they're giving him a misdemeanor assault charge, but this – so, and this guy is now saying that he has – some severe injuries from the pushdown. Okay, so I get mm-hmm. it. So he's facing a potential a fine, which I think is going to happen, or 180 days in jail. If he gets jail time for this, there better not be another cameraman on the field. They're going to take all of that, the views that you get, close-ups and everything. Don't have them run on the field with me. Don't do that because then mm-hmm. I would have everybody kind of uh, boycott that because these cameramen are in a dangerous situation they're, unless they're going to have them – um, you know, have write-offs and saying that we could do this, that, or the third. That's that's what it's going to end up coming to. Um, I get it. He was frustrated. He shouldn't have pushed him. I, I like it's both sides of the court in this one. But knowing to the extent that they had him go to court and get a charge and so on and so forth, this this is interesting on the way that the NFL is playing it, the city of Kansas City is playing it, and the state of Missouri also, and the cameraman too. I, I mean. It's unfortunate that it happened to him, and I, I kind of give him some, some leeway. I'm not going to totally just say nothing for him or to all for him, and I give uh, Devontae some leeway too, especially the, the timing of the push. It wasn't like he walked up to him and seen him there, and I'm going to just push you. Just he was in the way at the wrong time, and it's a bad scenario. But knowing that this came to legal stuff and knowing that if he was a cameraman and a diving catch came his way and he got knocked out by a helmet or something, they wouldn't do anything then. So, it's it's just interesting how the situation is right now, uh, following that Raiders uh, Chiefs game. Yeah, I mean, you know, the um, camera he turns it to Ezel. You know, he turned it to Ezel from from Friday. My neck, my back, my neck and my back. I mean, like as soon as it happened, you you could see the charges he was going to file. It's a money thing. He's trying to get his money. 
Um, I, I think the, the the NFL will get the charges dropped, you know, because they're the NFL. They'll, they'll figure out a way to get that dropped. But it, it, then it moves to civil court. He'll get a payday, and that'll be the end of it. That's what they want. That's what he wants. He doesn't want that guy to go to jail. He wants to get his money. I mean, go ahead, Chandler. Go ahead. Um, and that's the, what I was going to say is this is on Devontae Adams. First of all, listen, I don't know if there are people that I didn't see all the time. Okay, if I show them down and I'm in the supermarket, we're back to the supermarket, right? Um, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. He's so different. He is where he screwed up. His people should have immediately been negotiating. It's like you watch baseball. As soon as the ball gets caught, we're having stadium security and got that person and whisk them off to, a, to a, a box, and they start saying, hey, what do you want for the ball? Immediately, okay, the Raiders people should have him up in the skybox saying, how much you want, man? This dude is a freelancer, which means he probably ain't got no insurance, which means he's probably working his job because he ain't got no other job. He broke, Okay. His insurance more than likely the little insurance that he might have for for uh injuries during the game. Listen, if the NFL ain't ain't doing nothing for the players, you think they're doing anything for a freelance photographer? Okay. So he gonna have some medical bills sent him because they made him go to the hospital. All right. So the first thing that should have happened was they should have started negotiating with him. That's the first thing that should have happened. Then that apology was which was a BS apology, by the way. Well, he was, he was really in my way, and then I pushed him, but, you know, because he was in my way. That's not an apology, bro. The first thing is, when the nation was there, he said, hey, hey, listen, we all know how the apology thing goes, right? It, which is, listen, uh, that was a terrible mistake that I made. I want to apologize to, to that person that I pushed. I am so sorry. There was no excuse for anything that happened. It was first, I was frustrated, but that is no excuse. I need to be better. You know, I believe in, I, you know, I'm a Christian, and my, my Christianity says that I need to apologize and make things right with that person. You got to bring in God, okay, and you got to be sorry. That's the apology rules when you make an apology. He didn't do any of that, all right? So now he's doing what he's doing. With. I don't think, listen, this, this is, they, they, the NFL can't touch this because it already looks like they, they helped Andy Reid's son get over, okay, with what he did. All right, so I don't know if they're going to be able to get this drop. What's going to have to happen is this person is going to have to drop the charging device, and is going to have to pony up that money, okay? He has to pony up some money. And like I said, had they started this negotiation the minute that man hit the ground, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's like... I know you know how civil cases where you got to go to the doctor, you got to have a report, you got to you got to have the pattern so you can you know so then you can get your money. But I mean, yeah, you're right. The apology was you know kind of backhanded. But you know, listen, Adams isn't a bad guy. He, he really isn't. But in the heat of the moment, you know, it almost reminded me of the Robbie situation, right? When he kicked the reporter in the the private area. Um, you know, it's it's almost to that level. It wasn't as bad, but I mean, still, you, you got to be smart. You can't put your hands on. So, um, Mike, what do you think about um, what TP's cooking up right here with uh, Devontae Adams and, and um, the whole situation that, that's about to ensue with the uh, cameraman?
If you're there, you're on mute. Probably watching the Braves game. Probably watching the Braves. Um, if you're there, uh, let us know. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I totally agree with you guys. Um, it's old. It's money, man. It's money. It's, it's, it's at the end of the day. But Adam's got to be smarter. you got to be smart on and off the field. Like, you, dude, you're a target. That, that's like this guy hitting the lotto. Oh, this guy pushed me, and he makes $100 million. He just got paid this year. You know, you, you, you got just got paid. Saturday night, like in the back of his head, he already knows it's about the, it's about the payday. He don't care about the charges. He doesn't want this guy prosecuted and go to jail. He wants his money. He's gonna get his money by any means necessary. So, um, almost like catching the, the sixty-two home run ball. It's the same thing. So, I mean, TP, I, you know, I don't know if you got anything to add to it, but I get I get what Chandler saying and where he's coming from at the end of the day. But you know, the heat of the moment, try to you know, do as best as you can to stay clear out of it because, you know, you got those event staff guys keeping you moved out the way. A lot of the times, especially college football, but in the NFL, you know that there's sheriffs and cops walking with the coaches and players too, so they trying to keep that path as clear as possible. It's just the timing. Like I said, I'm, I'm 50-50 on it. It's not like I'm totally all for the, the cameraman or totally all for Devontae, but just knowing that this, this got legal on that football field where those media crews get way more access than they should. I'm from the 80s. I'm from that era where those cameramen were never on the field like that. They weren't in the way of none of mm-hmm. these people. And so just picture this, like like the Giants losing, they they walking in front of Lawrence Taylor like that or walking in front of Ronnie <laughs> Lott like that or walking in front of Jim Brown like that, like like monsters. Like they they just pull that crap. Like they, they know they stand clear the way. You know, knowing like, and I'm not saying that he knew it was Devontae coming, but that's what happened. And, and for it to be a push, like, I, I get it, it's a push or shove, whatever, they, and he's going to court with it, and they, they know that they can come up off of these athletes because they got good money in the bank. And just like Barry said, that's what I was going to allude to, but Barry beat me to the punch. It was a cameraman. It wasn't even a reporter. And he got kicked in the thigh. He said he got kicked in the nuts, and it was a $2 million payday. That boy had $2 million nuts. I don't want to hear it. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, probably a little bit more than that, but, you know, he'll, he'll get paid off. I don't know who will fit the bill, but somebody's going to fit that bill. And um, just got to be careful, man. Got to be careful at all times. Um, call in number 929-477-2759. I want to cook on, on last week a little bit, and then we can move on to, 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 um, to the, the game tomorrow. But, um, TP, I'll come right back to you. Week five in the books, what surprised you the most? Coming out of week five, I mean, I know what surprised me as, as the as the villain, but I want to ask you because you had a tough you had a tough week with your boys, but I mean, anything else that you know out of week five that surprised you? Um, there's an interesting amount of stuff, but I think the the biggest story out of everything is, and it, it's it's actually frustrating me, but I kind of am looking at it kind of different, but I still give the the party the leg up, and this is how everybody is crapping on Russell Wilson. I know that they have not played good at all, but how bad Denver is out of the gate, everybody's talking so much junk about him. Now, I get it. The ticket that they gave him was $245 million to come there and play football. So I get it that they want mm-hmm. to see him play better football now than ever before. He has to get acclimated to this system, let alone the receivers that he has, because these guys aren't studs. Judy's probably the best one out of them, and he's not consistent, let alone 
the head of the snake, better yet, the head coach, don't even know what he's doing. Like, like it's worse than Russell Wilson. It's not just Russ. But everybody's caught in the Russ. I get it. He's the biggest personality out of the entire team. Coaching staff, probably bigger than the ownership and management as well. So, but not as much money. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, his personality-wise, Russell Wilson is probably the biggest thing there and the easiest target. And uh, people are giving him hell. And um, they said that the AFC West would be the toughest division in football. It's not really looking like that where the Raiders are at the bottom of the division. The the Broncos aren't looking too great right now. And it's basically between the Chargers and the Chiefs to hold it down and the Chargers are hurt. So looking at the scenario, the Broncos are in a decent position, even though they may be under 500. As soon as he starts to click with this offense and things like that, it would be like, okay, well, now this is where he needs to be. And if he does excel, how many people eat their words? How many people say, well, I was talking junk about him before, but this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately situation. They don't know the resume that the guy put together. And it's, it's, it's interesting to say the least. So, like I said, that's the one thing that actually intrigued me the most is how many people could turn their back on Russell Wilson, uh, especially while so many things are happening with that Bronco organization around him, let alone him playing, I don't want to say up to par. I'll, I'll say not up to par. I, we can say bad if you want. We can throw bad here too, but mm-hmm. I get it. But there's so many people throwing a book at him at this point in time. He's on my fantasy team. He's not playing well at all. He's killing my fantasy team. Uh, you know, it, it's it's brutal. But to see, like, Richard Sherman just, you know, pour gasoline on it, um, I think in one of his uh, post games or what have you, it was – pretty alarming to me as well. So, um, you know, I think he's a better quarterback than people are trying to try to give him credit for, but he's not playing good football right now. And the Broncos aren't playing good football as a team. So um, it could be Hackett, it could be him, but, you know, they're they're struggling right now. Chandler, what do you got? What do you, what's the biggest surprise coming out of week five? Well, I mean, I was already rooting against his offense, but that choke job they pulled this past weekend was, was epic. Um, against that crappy team in green. But um, I, I was going to say Russell Wilson as well. And the thing about it is it ain't, this ain't about football. It's nothing to do with football. These are all these people who are jealous of this man because of who he married, because of how he conducts himself. See, he's supposed to be a square. You know, he's not a hoeing. He ain't got four baby mamas. You know, um, mm-hmm. he's respectful to his wife. He's raising someone else's kid properly, along with his own kids. He refers to that child as his. He don't call his step nothing. That's his child. Okay. Um, tell me what Russell, Russell Wilson has ever been to me something wrong. Okay. Tell me last time you, you heard ever, you were going back to college. Russell Wilson didn't have a night after 2 o'clock in the morning, and his name was being mentioned with something. Hmm. He was from North Carolina State to Wisconsin. This school's got a pretty good academic record. Okay. One at both of them. Right. You know, um, this is about Russell. The math is a phony. He's fake. So you're mad about who he married because you can't get it. You're mad about the fact that people actually respect him because you don't respect yourself, and you expect him to be a stereotype, and he's not. So he must be phony. It's, it's sickening. It's sickening. And the fact that it's coming from predominantly the black community is what bothers me the most. This don't have nothing to do with football. This is because he's not 
some knucklehead run around with eight billion tons of jewelry on, talk me and son, you know, because you know I keep you know, I keep on the main street, son, you know, and I gotta keep it I gotta keep it dirty. Right, so you know, I'm out there doing that thing and this is how we do this thing. Really? The same people criticizing him, the same ones criticizing Lamar Jackson, well, he needs to go get him an agent. He needs to go get him an agent and do this the right way. Uh, he needs to, he need to, once he do the press conference, he needs to, need to start speaking differently. Lamar Jackson is authentically himself. Russell Wilson is authentically himself, and people can't stand you when you're authentic and you ain't acting like them. This ain't got nothing to do with his play. Yes, he's playing terribly, but this is just their opportunity to take shots at him. Because of his play, I think he'll play better. Oh, by the way, let's not ignore the fact that he just had a lack muscle repair. You try to go on a football yeah. while getting hit by 300-pound people with a torn lat muscle. Tell me how good you're going to look. Okay, kind of like James got four broken bones in his back. Okay, well, Sir James is terrible. Okay. It's not the part of it that, that I think is all shocking and bothers me the most. Is is like I said, it's the... The, the, I mean, just the visceral attacks on this man. Now, unless he turns up to be some terrible human being that we don't, and they've hidden it all these years, which at this point, dude, they're going back in people's tweets 10 years to find one thing they said, um, and you ain't found nothing on this man yet. But yeah, it's, it's just awful. Um, people are just terrible. That's all I got. People are just terrible. It's the social media age, man. They could do it behind your back. They don't have to put a face on it, right? They could just do it and. No repercussions, man. We we live, we cut from a different cloth, different era. You had to say it to somebody's face to really get at them. You know what I mean? Now you can just do it on on Twitter or something, and you know it, it is what it is. Like I forgot about the lat injury. I saw that. Um, you know he's 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 dealing with that, but it's not like this guy's a bad quarterback. You know what I mean? He's struggling right now. It's a new team. It's a new environment. You know. Tom Brady didn't come out the gate smoking it when he moved from New England to Tampa Bay, but, you know, nobody dragged him through the mud and said he was the worst quarterback ever. I mean, this guy's got a Super Bowl. There's a lot of quarterbacks out here that ain't got a Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, right, listen, it, he's not playing good football, like I said, but to drag his name through the mud and to kind of put your name on it, uh, <laughs> Richard Sherman, kind of, man, it's, it's, it's garbage, man. It's, it's absolute garbage, so. But you know, hopefully he, you know, he keeps the receipts and you know, throws it right back in their face. Hopefully, when they start winning again, playing some good football. But I mean, listen, you know what the surprise is to me, TV? That four and one Giants team, baby, going into London, beating up on Aaron Rodgers. You know, and, and listen, TP, I got to ask you before I talk my ish. Are the Giants a playoff team? Nobody asked you what was what was good to you. You know, nobody. You, you're asking me, okay? I ask my own question. Oh. Um, I don't know. You oh. play the teams that are in front of you right now. They're doing well with the team that they played. We'll see throughout the duration of the schedule. They did lose to the Cowboys, so we got to see if they can play tough teams. I mean, the Packers are good because of Aaron Rodgers. The rest of that team isn't good, and you know that. Like the receiving core isn't what they used to having. The tight end. Core Tanya not playing like he did when he came out the gate, and their defense is, is suspect at this point in time. So the Packers have their issues. You guys took advantage and knocked them dead on their back, and Rodgers had the ball last, and for you guys to come up with that stop in the red zone was huge for you guys too. So I, I got to tip my hat to the Giants, and slowly and silently that their defense that is not getting recognition, the Giants' defense does deserve a little bit of credit 
especially for coming up with that stop up against Rodgers, while it was probably on everybody's mind that he's going to get in there and make this a tough one for the Giants. Now, the thing is with Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to say this here and now, Sports City, and I'm sorry that I'm going to piss people off, but prove it. I'm going to tell you to prove it <clears throat> now. Now, I know that I'm messing with karma. I know it. I am messing with her. But mm-hmm. he's been to one Super Bowl. He's been playing football since, I think, 2006 when Favre wrapped it up and ended up going to the Jets. So right. for them to call you some bad man, all these multiple MVPs, so on and so forth, and you don't have this team primed and ready, you threatened to leave them two or three different times, they gave you $200 million, and you're losing a game like this up against a team where you guys are favorites. Even on the road, even in London, you guys are favored, and you didn't look like it. You did not look like you guys wanted the game. You guys were up 17-3, and then they're only up scoring another field goal, and that was it? Like, I I, I don't know. Um, this Packers team deserves a magnifying glass as well. you got to look closer other than Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, I'm saying this to me, to at least from on my behalf, prove it. This is the guy that could give you – three to four touchdowns thrown in the game, but in the game with 223 yards passing. Something's not right. In the words of Rick Ross, that Mayweather money's looking funny in the light. <laughs> Vikings are going to take this division, TP. I think the Vikings are, are, are better right now. They already got the tiebreaker. They already got the tiebreaker on the pack. They already got it on Exactly. Exactly. Well, they got I, one I more don't see the pack. that out. We'll see. There he is. Hold on, Mike. Hold there on, Mike. Yeah, Mike, hold on, Mike. Don't cut in. If you just, just, we just called on you a couple times. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even know he was back. I, I told him to call, come back when he was here. But um, um, Chandler, I mean, I, I'll flip this. The Packers, they're gonna take this division for the Vikings. I think the Vikings got got this. Um, I think they're, I think they're better right now. I think the Vikings are better. Um. And I hate saying that because, I, you know, you, you can't trust Kirk Cousins to do anything in the right. moment. But um, Aaron Rodgers started reading his own press clippings and believing in the nonsense. Um, now, it used to be people didn't like him. Oh, he, he doesn't speak to his family. His family full of leeches. I wouldn't speak to him um, And we've seen guys just as talented as him, as talented as him, go to one Super Bowl and never make it again, Dan Marino. Uh, go to four Super Bowls and make fans are Um Never make a Super Bowl, damn bouts. Okay, we've seen legendary quarterbacks not win a Super Bowl or only get to one or win one, stuff like that. But because he started believing his own press clippings, yeah, um, now it's on you, dude, because you've been running your mouth. You know, you take the retreats and, and you tell people how to think and, you know, all of that nonsense. And the fact of the matter is, is that they've never drafted great receivers there. They've developed them. Now, to me, this is all on Aaron Rodgers. It's all on Aaron Rodgers, like I said, because if you had just kind of shut up uh, during the offseason, if you had forced him to give you 50, I think Devontae Adams was going to leave no matter what because of the franchise tag thing. I think he was going to leave no matter what because they were never going to take him. But I think that the players that are playing with Aaron Rodgers trust him more had he not pulled off his nonsense. So now he's the one who's got to sack up and drag his team to the to, to, uh, to the divisional title. And I don't see him being able to do that because, let's be honest, if you were his teammate, would you trust him at all right now? Hell, he might quit next week because he don't like what's going on. 
there, there's wins in there. So I mean, it's not going to take a lot in this in this conference. I I think so. We'll see how it how it shakes out. Guys, John. Oh crap! I'm sorry. I thought it was on mute. I was just watching the game. Um, Best is safe. Sorry. <laughs> No, I, I thought you wanted to say how, how you the, words, the, um, the Giants were going to make the, the playoffs. In the words of Grandma, no, Trump, this Giants. ain't no easy win, sucker. This ain't no easy win, sucker. You can walk over, but you're going to let back. <laughs> and, and, the cra- and the crazy part about it is, you know the last couple of meetings Detroit had up against the Giants with the same team. What happened? That's, that's oh. old stuff. We're talking about this year. We're talking about this year. Listen, silence, silence. Silence is nauseating. That's all I needed. That's that's how you stop a villain. Like people, they call no, me. No, there's no way to stop. 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 We're talking okay. about we're okay. talking about Look, 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 look. He's talking to the high heavens, and he know he can't even answer my question. You can't handle the truth. I don't need to answer your question. I was taking you okay. out. You just a middle of the school in the path of my playoff run. We ain't thinking about the well, Lions. Answer my question. Answer my question, man. Answer my question, man. You ain't thinking about the putty cat. You ain't thinking about the putty cat. You about to come for y'all. Wait, wait. What happened in the last couple of meetings? I went to both of them. No, no, I'm, I'm lying. One of them was in Detroit. Oh, the Monday night game, I was in Matt Life. What happened? So what? So what? This is okay. this year. We ain't okay. thinking about that okay. big teal okay. Hawaiian right. blue. We ain't thinking right. about y'all. In the, in the words, we coming for blood. We coming for blood. We gonna get you in the words of a little, comedian. Tease, in the words of a comedian, the rest of the kitty cats, the stray cats in the words of a comedian. In the words of a comedian out of New York City, reiterated by Barry Jordan himself, "You better go have. You better go have. You better go have." What? We see. We'll see. We'll see you. We'll see you. I didn't look too good in New England. Wait till you come to New York. Because every the whole the whole secondary got hurt. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, Ralph, and Johnny too. Everybody got hurt. Everybody. Please, the, the guy you had two corners and a two safeties. Wait, what are you talking about? We're, we're we're already down our starting safety. Torn Achilles for the year. The backup safety, the backup strong safety, and both corners all got hurt. One of them got carted off at the beginning of the game. Carted off the field. Beginning of the game, we already hurt bad, and the defense bad. So it's like we can't lose nobody. We lose the people. Like what are you talking about? A third string quarterback. Y'all can with a backup second year. Y'all can stop a third string quarterback. That is still William Belichick over there. Wait, do you know? What? Okay, exactly. He's, he's, he's like a lighter, lighter. That's lighter fluid. That's lighter fluid. Y'all huh? going up against this guy? What's his name? Zappy Billy. I don't even know this guy's name. That's who y'all going up against. Y'all can't stop him. Right, right. And our oh. defense has been torn. And, and plus, our, our, our script, our script has been the offense. The offense was we not. We don't have none of our guns. Swift, Chark, all these dudes are. Well, I hope y'all get ready, get healthy for November twentieth. Th- uh, I I hope y'all are nice and healthy. Who had to warn? I had to warn you about that day. I I, I got to tell you about them people, and you still ain't answered my question. Sports City, this is how you keep a monkey villain humble. You hear me? What are Banana. you talking about? What are you talking Banana. about? You sound ridiculous, right? What are you talking okay, we'll about? Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll see. That's mm-hmm. it. That's, That's a blind it. man. Don't I couldn't see it all. Don't you? Don't you? And leave my, Michael. Leave him alone. And the crazy part about it is, I asked you one simple question. You won't even answer it. 
as we proceed what's the to give you question? what you need. What's your simple question? You know what the question was. I asked it's you four just, times, and you told my that was different. Like you read from Friday. Get out of here. Yeah, but you're talking about old stuff. We talking about now. We talking about this one in four team about to go up against a buzzsaw in New York. We talking about. We talking y'all about right no now. Boy, talking about right y'all ain't no buzzsaw. Y'all, y'all are not a buzzsaw. We, we, we will see. That's all I'm we saying. We gonna cut right through we, y'all. We we'll gonna cut right through we go, y'all. We'll, we'll see. On the way to the y'all hear him. Y'all hear him. If if it go down November twenty first, I'm, I'm gonna be hide. right on here. It's gonna I be very interesting. It's gonna be Listen, November twenty first. I hold my own show by myself. I'll be up here talking my own crap. I, I don't hide. We can do a special show Somebody's after the game. Somebody. We can talk about it. We can we can put a, put no, another no show on. No problem. No problem. I'll be here to talk about. It. I don't hide. If my team loses, they lose. But when we win, we win. No problem. You we you ain't answered my question when you did lose. I just asked you two questions about when they did lose. You ain't answered. You talking about you years silent. ago. You that's how you that's what you hanging on to. You hanging on to when Barry yeah, exactly. Sanders was cutting exactly. up the Giants. Exactly. And, well, and well, and guess what? Well, 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 guess what? I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some more humble pie that you are. Yo, I'm gonna give you some more humble pie that you are. Yo, we got a winning streak against the Giants. Yeah. Man, holler, holler. Okay, and then it's about to be snapped. We about to they okay. about to snap that. Watch. Why? Well, there was, Why? A, there Why? was a talk in the eighties that said there was a talk. There was there was a talk in the eighties that I'll be waiting for some girls like you. Oh please, <laughs> please, child, please. I'm gonna see you on the tw- I'm gonna see you on the twentieth of November. Circle your calendars. And hey, get your popcorn ready. It's about to go. Down. I'm the one that had to tell right, you about the popcorn. date, man. You better stop it. That's it. You know, that's all y'all got to look for. That's gonna be y'all Super Bowl this year. Y'all ain't no, doing nothing. No, no. We about to go. We about to go ahead. Now, please. <laughs> See that everybody knows I'm talking that is, but I love backing it up with a winning record. Um, Kayla, let, did you want to? I got a winning record the last two times we played y'all. Eh? <laughs> this man, this man, four and one for the first time since the turn of the century. He's all excited. Right. <laughs> and that's the turn of the century. Stop. We won two Super Bowls in the turn of the century. You only got one. So pause. Pause on that. We got two Super Bowls. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. I do think the Giants, um, I think the Giants will be in contention for that last wild card um, through Thanksgiving. Um, it went, I think, I think that, um, What's going to happen is by the teams will eventually adjust to what the Giants are. Because let's be clear, Daniel Jones ain't it. Uh, Brian Dable was doing all of this with a limited quarterback, right? And we all know mm-hmm. that. Um, he's keeping Daniel Jones from really throwing the ball around a lot. Um, he's, he's letting Wink Martindale, who the Baltimore Ravens never should have fired, okay? Yeah. Um, he's letting Wink Martindale be Wink Martindale. Because if the Baltimore Ravens had Wink Martindale, they'd be 5-0 and right now, just saying um, but I think after Thanksgiving is around the time the team will basically say to the Giants, we ain't going to let Saquon beat us. We're going to put nine people in the box. Daniel Jones beat us. And I don't know if Brian Powell has enough offensive weapons to, to out-scheme nine in the box. I really don't. But I think the Giants will make it since their last wild card for a while, and if things break right for them, um, I think we could have three teams out of the NFC East in the playoffs. It's possible because yeah, it was a seventh spot to your point, and you know we I think we play the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, um, and 
it's going to be interesting after that because you still hadn't haven't played the Commanders yet. So those are two wins that are very reachable. So it, it's going to be interesting. Listen, Dable's got this team believing. Um, you know, he you're right. They're, they're, he's doing a lot with 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 very little, no receivers. I mean, Kadarius Tony. If anybody wants him, you can have him for a bag of chips. Um, you can have him for the store brand. You don't even need the brand name like Lay's or, or Grills. You can have him the store brand. Like, you know, I got Big Y, I got ShopRite, whatever the store brand brand chip, you can have him for that. Because these guys completely useless. Just just letting you know how horrendous uh, Daniel Getterman was. When you waste the first-round pick on a guy that can't, couldn't stay on the field in college and hasn't been on the field barely in the pros, I mean, it's just, a joke. Who's Daniel, who's but, um, Daniel Gettleman? Yeah, exactly. I I I I'd rather forget his name at this point. I really okay. He did everything in his power to little little Danny or little Davy boy. Did everything in his yeah, power. Now to you know his name. Now you know his name. See, look, look, Tim, you see, I got to save him. So, I, feel, um, I feel like I'm Kevin Costner. Yeah. I feel like I'm Kevin Costner. I, I got to save him, Whitney Houston. It's terrible. Tony Tony stays Tony is it needs to be healthy, I get all of that, but um I'm not gonna kill him because you can't help the fact that your body breaks down and you can't help that. Um the issue is Kenny Dollar then. That's the issue. Kenny Dollar then. Yeah. Um Yeah, he's a joke. I don't I don't know who's worse, him or him or Allen Robinson. Which one is worse? <laughs> I mean, you know what it is, terrible. though? I think Allen Robinson, you bring up a good point, though, Chandler. I think they're not using him properly. They're not even trying to get him the ball. I think he had, like, nine targets before yesterday, um, yeah. Sunday's game against the Cowboys. Right? So, yeah, so nine so targets in four games? Yeah, they don't get him the ball. They don't even try to get him the ball. They they had to force for him to get him involved in the offense. Kenny Dolliday is a joke. And it's like, listen, I, I agree, Tony, you can't, you can't predict um, injuries, and, but he had a track record, and that's how stupid Gettleman was. He still, he still made – there was other players he could have got at that point, other receivers that were better in the draft that were behind him. He still chose that guy. And, I mean, do your homework. But, I mean, Allen Robinson, I mean, he, he should have been the guy that filled OBJ's shoes in L.A., and been a seamless fit on the other side of Cooper Rush, and they haven't used him properly. They haven't run the ball. They're not doing any favors in L.A. I don't know. Somebody are you crying? I think it was Mike. Are you, are you crying? No, I think Mike, crying Mike, football? Mike, you want to talk? Oh, see, this is what I'm talking about, people. This is what I'm talking about. We'll see, we'll see you in no, November, brother. I mean, listen... Okay, we'll we'll see you in November when when it's when you're like probably one and eight at that point. Looking looking just to to get through the season, and the Giants are gonna steamroll over your team. All right, I, I'll put it on. I'll, I'll, now I'll just talk. I'll just talk junk just to talk junk. Just just to be. Just so to I'll be, be gone till November. <laughs> Said I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. Tell Kenny I'll be yeah. going till November. I'll be going till November. I'll be going till November. Till Danny dies, I'll be going till November. January, February, March, April, May. You're going to be limping out of the Thanksgiving game, too. You're usually, what, owing something by, by Thanksgiving? We'll see how that works out. 
And send that kiss to Saquon. Um, yeah, okay. Hallelujah <laughs> Blue. Yeah, go go Hallelujah Blue. Uh, Hall- what is it? I know. And, and when we roll on you, I don't want to hear nothing. I'm going to be right here. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be here too. Right I'll, here. I'll take my medicine like a man. It don't matter. No, I, I you know, already, already know. Listen, listen. listen you heard him go quiet so when I said what happened. In the words of Ricky Ricardo, I said, I said, hey, Barry, what happened? In the words of Ricky Ricardo, and he sat there and said, Ricky. That don't, was her. Don't, don't go hiding. <laughs> Ricky. Don't be, don't be. Yep, that's how you come. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Lucy, Lucy, hey, Lucy, what? Ain't no boy, boy, play the tar there. Yeah, exactly. We'll see how that works out. But listen, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm tired. I'm. I. I. I mean, we 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 can't dedicate a whole show talking about the Lions. It's just not fair. Um. But, That's um, how you wear a villain out. He's tired. Look, he's tired. He's, he's, I, I, no, because yeah, like I was going go to talk about the, the Commanders Bears go, go, game go on off. Thursday, but like who cares? Go, listen, go, listen. Like Capitano yeah, said, push him off the edge into the rubbish, just just like he told him. <laughs> what you gonna do when you go? Oh, no, seriously, I was gonna. No, no, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We want to talk about the Thursday night game, but. Oh yeah, we got to get a winner. Get a winner. Get a winner. Yeah, who 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 wins the? Well, uh, first of all, I know who's the loser in the Thursday night game is the fans because they got to watch that crap. But who's the winner <laughs> in the Thursday night game? The, the Commanders or the Bears? Uh, just because I had <laughs> to say this all year, I'm going to say, duh, Bears. <laughs> and hey, hey, Ron Rivera retracted his statement. He apologized for you know throwing his quarterback under the bus. So uh, for what it's worth, but. <laughs> Too little, too late. Chandler, what do you got for tomorrow night's game? Uh, yeah, because Carson Wentz has been known to be somebody who doesn't take every single criticism to heart and then quit on his team. That's not his track record. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> you know what? It, it's, 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 I think the game yeah, the game's going to be ugly, unfortunately, because I don't think the head coach knows what the hell he's doing in Chicago with uh, Justin Fields. I know what they're yeah. trying to know, what the intent is, but the execution of, of what they're trying to do is, is is failing miserably. They're trying to basically keep him to have a field, allow him to kind of just use his talents, give him maybe one or two reads at the most, and then let him, you know, um, use his legs and keep the game close, run the ball, all of that. But their running backs, man, are fire, and they keep on away from them. And then you say, okay, just to do something. Well, if the whole point is protect him, then keep running the damn ball. So I don't know what the hell the head coach is doing there. He's honestly, he's he's out of his depth. Uh, that dude needs to go back to being a coordinator. Um, he needs to go back to being a coordinator. But <sighs> I have a feeling that 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 terrible team in D.C. finds a way to win. Um, I don't want them to. I want Chicago to win. But you've got two terrible head coaches, but one is a rookie and terrible. One is a veteran and terrible. And the veteran and terrible is probably going to win out over rookie and terrible. So we'll call it the uh, Washington team by one point. It'll be a seven. It'll be a, five, a six to five game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. 
Um, I think the biggest problem with the Chicago team, though, is just poor offensive line play. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, you got to be able to give them a little bit of time, and that line's terrible. But they 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 have is, they have but, but they can run the ball. quarterback. Yeah, they 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 have ruined this quarterback. They have ruined him. Like he 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 will not have a career in this league. They've ruined him. It, not, the coach not Chicago. He won't have a job. Yeah, it, and Justin Fields is not a bad quarterback, but he hasn't been allowed. He hasn't been developed. They haven't tried to develop. He hasn't been allowed to grow in this offense. They 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 put the they they stranglehold him, and then they they don't open up the offense. It's just it's a mess. It's a, it's an absolute mess. Um, TP, who do you got tomorrow night? It's funny because Vegas does have the Commanders favored by a point. Um, I'm oh, really? still going to go against the grade. I think Chicago will win. I think Chicago's presence with Fields, I think Fields can bring pressure up against that defense and make it difficult for them. For them to knock off the Niners, and the Niners are a good team, I think the Bears being at, you know, in the Windy City, I think they can take care of business up against Washington. I find it hard for them to go into Chicago and get that done. I'm going Bears to get it done. I'm going to take the Commanders just because I feel like something stupid is going to happen tomorrow night, and I feel like the, the Commanders will take advantage of it, and the Bears will just shoot themselves in the foot. Um, the Commanders aren't a good team, but I don't think they're bad enough to lose to the Bears. I think the Bears, is just they just have nothing going for them. Uh, even though they're 2-0 at home, I just don't, I just don't believe it. I, I just, I, I, something tells me the Commanders are going to steal this game, and it's going to be an ugly game. Nobody's going to want to watch it. Um, I wish there was something else I could watch uh, um, on Amazon Prime instead. I'll probably, I don't know, I'll probably watch um, baseball. I, I don't know. Baseball. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be, I'll, be watching, watch I'll be watching the Yankees game. Yeah, I'll be watching the Yankees game. We got game. Two for your Yankees. Here's, here's the question. Yeah, here's, here's the question, though. I keep, I keep being told that the Bears have a trouble offensive mm-hmm. line. But I watch their games and they yeah. run the hell out the ball. If your mm-hmm. offensive line can pass, can can run blocks, then you don't have a bad offensive line. What you have is bad play calling because you're not taking advantage of their strengths. That offensive yeah. line can move people. Their running backs are good. So stop mm-hmm. calling five and seven step drop backs, okay? We're doing three steps at the most. We're doing bubble screens, and that's it. So I don't think it's so much the offensive line is bad. I think it's terrible play calling. It has to be. You, you running, you got to run play action, bring the linebackers up, make easy lanes for Justin Fields to hit open receivers. Because I'm watching that giant Bears game. There were people running all across the field open. They, you, they just couldn't, he couldn't find them. And you got to make it easy on this kid. You got to give him like kind of like Dak Prescott had in his earlier career, easy throws, build up to those long, long uh, seven-step drops. It's ridiculous what they're doing, but uh, they can, they can run the football. But um, yeah, I, I, terrible. What, what were we saying, Mike? You were saying something, Mike? I just said you got game two of your Yankees tomorrow night, so that's what you're gonna watch. Oh, absolutely. That's I mean, that's no doubt. It's, you know, as soon as I get home, I, I'll rush home from my son's uh, practice. Hopefully, it's a rain out. Um, I don't have to watch too much of uh, too much. Of it gets too cold, man. It's, it gets to that point where you know, it, once that that sun goes down, it is freezing out there, and I hate 
sitting out there all day, but, you know, that's what you got to do for your kids. You know, because Dylan loves the kids. Uh, Dylan's got his mask, giving the kids, uh, you know, ice cream and everything. So, um, but after that, I'm watching the Yankee game, game two. Nestor, Heber, I got the Yankees. Um, let's get out of here. I'm I'm good. TP, unless you want to keep talking junk about uh, my Giants. <laughs> No? Must be on mute. Um, this is just coming from a typical um, Mets fan. And, and we got the last out of the Mets fan, so he doesn't want to watch stuff. That's fine. So we're, we're, we're all set. So the, the typical Mets fan will watch a Yankees game and enjoy it and don't want to support Xavier. So, X, I, I got you, babe, bro. Don't, uh, you know, you're my nephew for life, so I got you. Come so. see him. He's got an 8 o'clock game. I, I told you I need an invite, but these people they act funny in the Jordan Association. I, I know I'm here. the kids I'm love here. me, and shy, shy. We we laugh all day long when I come up there. It's just this this villain I have to deal with. That, that's well, you, a mess you, you don't want to come up this week. It's eight, like I said, it's an eight o'clock game. It's an eight o'clock game up here, so that's a little early. I know, like yeah, I I don't even want to get up tonight. I gotta be there at seven o'clock. It is sucks. But next week it should Ooh. be eleven. O'clock. We'll figure it out. <laughs> But uh, let's get out of here. My, my my headphones are dying. Every, you know, I'm watching this baseball game. I want to go. I want to relax. But um, um, Chandler, thanks for calling. In. Give us a plug. Let's get out of here. Um, as always, a lot of fun uh, talking to you guys. Um, I'll just say this: Mookie Betts got robbed. He was safe. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Um. But thanks for calling the channel. I love I love listening to you, uh, talking. You got so much knowledge, and, and listen, you do a great job for us, man. Thanks for calling in, Mr. Harvey. You know what to do. Don't plug too much because I want to plug it too. All right, I want to plug a couple of things too. <laughs> all right. So next time you had to tell me which things not to plug, but I'll uh, I'll leave a few <laughs> things off here. Uh, check out the barbershop on Clubhouse, man. We have four. Uh, around that 14,000 mark and continuing to grow and be strong. So uh, come be part of that environment. Check out the website, the blog, sportscitychefs.com. And then uh, check out the Timeless Sunday Morning Brunch with uh, the Timeless One and yours truly alongside when we break down all the weekend sports action, everything that happened in college football, if there's any significant news in the fighting world, anything else in the sporting world. And we set the table for you and get you ready for uh, – the full slate of games on Sunday. So, and then phiapparel.co. Use chefs at checkout, get 15% off uh, right there. And uh, listen, the, uh, a couple defensive gems tonight by Atlanta. Three runs in the sixth proved to stand up. So now we're even going back to the city of brotherly love. Those fans aren't going to show us a lot of love there. But uh, just in case they advance and with everything else going, you know, continuing. Uh, make sure you represent Philly, Philly fans, and uh, go to phiapparel.co and get your Philly clothing, man. Uh, and then I guess uh, since uh, Barry told me not to plug too much, I'm going to leave it at that. And uh, In the meantime, I will talk to you guys again on Sunday morning. Join me in the Timeless One for the Timeless Sunday Morning Brunch. And les aides on Peace. That's everything. No, I'm kidding. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for calling in. Um, listen, uh, get to PHI Apparel, uh, PHIapparel.co, use the promo code CHEFS, get 15% off your order. Uh, love supporting those guys. They got some good teams out in Philly, so you guys get your Philly gear, Philly fans, all right? 
Um, listen, we got shows all week. TP will be back with Mike on the Sunday morning brunch. TP Timeless uh, doing that. I'm sure the um, the crossover cafe is coming real soon. Make sure you look out for that. We got the NFL free for all with uh, Mr. Simmons and myself. And Mike he calls in. He's another host with the most. Doing a lot of stuff there. So we got shows all week. Get to the website, sportscitychefs.com. Blogs going up. Finger Foods will be up probably tomorrow. We got a lot of stuff going on, man. But TP, you know what to do. Get us out of here, bro. Even Mike got him stuttering. The mess got him frustrated, and he's trying to come for me, man. He, and the words are that good old song. He want to be starting something. He got to be starting something. On that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs. City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman verse, MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend, it's the Sports City chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Uh-huh.